It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford since 1983, 40 years of exceptional customer service, 2023 model year Fords in stock right now when you go out and visit them in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, the Intel Edge, you need to succeed, can be found courtesy of the Gary Ashton team, so get the Intel Edge you need at garyashton.com. Bet on hockey, the NBA, college basketball, and NFL Super Wild Card Weekend with Superbook Sports. Download the app today, and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose. And TrueMath Fitness, the best place for you to get your fitness journey started. Accomplish your New Year's resolutions with a new way to work out. TrueMathFitness.com for your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. So, as we look at the different ways that the Titans... Um, are exploring their general manager search. The two, the next round of interviews, the most recent round of interviews, began today. The two candidates that the team interviewed internally, they started with the internal candidates first, Ryan Cowden, uh, who is the Titans' vice president of player personnel, and Monty Ossenforth, their director of player personnel, both for the GM job. Now, these are two faces and names who are familiar to Titans fans at this point. And I understand why there may be a couple of different ways that you look at this. First and foremost, uh, these two are very well respected by their peers and by other NFL franchises for the work that they have done. They are also both uh, people who were employed under John Robinson, who have assisted in putting together this current roster. The roster, which is the biggest point of discussion as to why this team failed so far uh, down the stretch. Now, their control over the injury situation limited to non-existent at this stage. Um, But I do think that you have to look at a couple of these different situations and say, well, on the one hand, if you are somebody who is a proponent um, for hiring externally, right, bringing a new set of eyes into this circumstance or a set of eyes who is removed from what the construction of this roster already is, then you would say, well, yeah, then you can't have general manager. uh, You can't have a candidate hired internally because that's the whole reason they're in this mess. But if you are somebody who believes that, then I, I would imagine you are someone who also thinks that Tim Kelly can't be hired as the Titans offensive coordinator, given that the staff that Tim Kelly most recently worked for uh, just got their offensive coordinator fired. And the offense that Tim Kelly was a part of just got their coordinator fired. So I think these are the kind of things that have to be considered when discussing the GM search. Um, So let's start with your Two Rivers Ford take here on this Thursday evening. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. What's the biggest decision the next Titans general manager has to make? It's an interesting question because we know 
that there are a variety of different decisions that uh, that have to be made at this point for the Tennessee Titans to be able to advance. So your Two Rivers Ford take, what's the biggest decision the next general manager uh, for this team must make? We'll talk about it together. It's made possible by Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford always sells new non-specialty Ford vehicles below MSRP, and their award-winning customer service is always something that they put on the forefront. They want to make the process fast, easy, and fun for you as a Two Rivers Ford customer. I myself, I'm a Two Rivers Ford customer, could not have enjoyed more the process that I took to get my 2022 Ford Explorer. 2023 models are on the lot right now in stock inventory for the first time in quite some time at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So what's the biggest decision the general manager, the next general manager, uh, has to make with this team? There's a lot of different decisions. Alex M. says trade Henry while he still has value. Um, Well, you know, I mean, That'll be, they'll, they'll look at a variety of different circumstances for Derek, but right now I don't think that that is in the cards. We will see when the next general manager is hired how he feels about Derek Henry's situation. Brian Badillo says to sign Simmons. In fact, I think that's relatively, it's not low on the list, but like it's, you know, if it might be top five at this point, I don't think it's by any stretch of the imagination the most important thing that a general manager has to get done. Uh, James Strickland says Rogers, LOLOL talking about Aaron Rodgers. No, I'm good on that. The correct answer is the first question that this general manager has to figure out a solution for is what does this team do at quarterback? Because right now, Ryan Tannehill is currently the Titans, uh, starting quarterback currently still under contract. How this team move moves forward at the quarterback position is one of the biggest questions that remains on their docket. Everything's uh, turning the right way. You know, rehab's going well. Um, I'm really happy with, with how things are going. Obviously, just sucks. Uh, had to go through it, you know. So, uh, unfortunately, it's a, it's part of the game, and um, I was able to, uh, to stay away from it for a long time. It finally, uh, finally caught up to me, you know, looking forward to, to being healthy again. Are you hopeful of being back here next year and being this team's starting quarterback? Of course, yeah. I'd love to be back here. Um, and uh, we'll just have to see what happens. What was it like walking So the quarterback situation is at the forefront, right? And there's a variety of different ways that they can look at this. They can cut Ryan Tannehill and they can save about $18 million. He's got an $18 million cap hit, or rather an $18 million dead cap hit, 18.8, and uh, and a cap hit next year of 36 plus. So they will save about $18 million at this stage. Tannehill is an interesting uh, is an interesting case study because obviously Malik Willis is not ready, um, and you can you know you can hope and wish and pray and dream for Lamar Jackson to become available, uh, or for the Titans to sign Tom Brady, or for the Titans to sign Aaron Rodgers. But obviously those three are fantasy scenarios. They're they're not they're not real life at this point. Um, and by the way, the two of the three that I mentioned would be very very low on the list of players that I would be interested in at this time. Ryan Tannehill is the best solution for this team in the immediate. Um, He is somebody who is reliable. He is somebody who, up until they put an offensive line in front of him that couldn't keep him upright, he has been durable. He has been productive for this team. 
He's not the greatest quarterback to ever live, but there are ways to put Ryan Tannehill in vastly better positions to succeed and get closer to a version of the offense that we saw in 2020, which he presided over, which was the most successful, most efficient, and most effective offense in the history of the Tennessee Titans era. 25 years of football, Ryan Tannehill was at the helm of that thing. Now, I think that uh, I think that for a lot of these different situations, you know, I understand Tannehill fatigue. You are you are tired of seeing um, results that you find to be dissatisfactory. I think there has been a degree of of taking Ryan Tannehill for granted, even though he's had some big failures during his time here. Obviously, the Cincinnati game is something that continues to be cited. Um, I think that uh, I think that for a lot of this situation, though. Ryan Tannehill is the thing that makes the most sense. And in fact, voidable years added onto Ryan Tannehill's contract to move some money forward and to lessen his cap hit so you can do more with the money available makes the most possible sense. Um, Nika points out very correctly. Remember last offseason when Mike Vrabel said they had to be great around t- Ryan Tannehill and then substantially got worse around Ryan Tannehill at this point. There is no question that they did that uh, that they did that quarterback a disservice this year in particular. He is under contract. He is the best option for them moving forward, and they can find ways to make his cap hit substantially less with not a lot of heavy lifting. Tannehill is the most sensible solution, even if it's not the sexiest solution. Kenneth Davidson said they really didn't help him at all. I mean, that was the whole thing, right? We have to be great around Ryan. We have to be great around Ryan. And then they proceeded to shit the bed around Ryan, um, both by trading away A.J. Brown, um, injuries costing a lot of offensive linemen time, and an offensive coordinator who seems like uh, you know they had lost faith in uh, at about the halfway point of this NFL regular season. So, it is the most important decision that the next general manager has to make is the quarterback position, and it really shouldn't be that difficult of a decision to make. A to Z Sports Primetime is presented by the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. They'll get you the Intel edge you need to succeed. Just go to GaryAshton.com, and they'll help you understand how to sell your home without any showings or staging, how to find your next home while you sell your current one in this red-hot Nashville real estate market, and win the buyer battle while you cash in on your home equity now. Trust the team that your favorite teams trust. The official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators and of me is GaryAshton.com. So uh, as you as you look through a variety, of these, uh, a variety of these different scenarios, and in fact, Reed, if you could put the Greg Cosell clip Back in the uh, from last night, back in the rundown, I would appreciate it because I do think it speaks to a, a a larger philosophical question, which we touched on a bit last night. The Titans um, not only have to make decisions about their offensive coordinator um, beyond the general manager, right? Let's just focus on the offensive side of the football. Their coordinator, their offensive line coach, which is a critical part of this, their quarterback their offensive line room, their positional talent is lacking significantly. They have to find ways to continue to support Derrick Henry if Derrick Henry is the thing that they think makes the most sense moving forward. And I think that all Derrick has done this past season has proven that he can continue to be highly productive. Although the fumble situation, you know, I don't know what you do about Derrick Henry in the fumbling situation because that's something that Again, it popped up in the Jags game. We didn't talk about it because he didn't lose it. 
but um, he did lose possession of the football. I believe that was a that was like a forty yard play that uh, that he fumbled out of bounds on. Ended up being called back for a penalty, if memory serves correctly. Uh, Jonathan Earl says, "Bring Mike Munchak back to coach offensive line." I, I actually had somebody reach out un- unprompted and text me about this the other day, and I'll read you the text for wor- uh, word for word. This is a, an NFL source um, who is intimately familiar with both the Titans and Mike Munchak. And this was a, a text I got unprompted at you know Tuesday afternoon. No way Munch comes back. He's not a yes man. And Vrabel likes his yes men. Um, so obviously, you know, Mike Munchak has a has had a very successful playing and coaching career here. Well, uh, relative uh, success as a coach here, as a head coach here, and obviously has been a successful offensive line coach in several different spots, Pittsburgh and and uh, Denver. He did take a year off this year, so. Um, you know, Mike Munchak, it doesn't sound like is a realistic option at this time, even though a reunion would be beneficial, I think certainly to the Titans. Uh, I don't think that, uh, I don't think at this stage, um, that is the direction in which they are going. Um, as far as the general manager is concerned though, there's, there's a, there's a philosophical question that, that first and foremost needs to be answered. And that was something that Greg Cosell and myself, we talked about yesterday, on the install, which is the podcast that Greg and I do every week. You know, is, and I know this might seem blasphemous to to many, and he's obviously been a great, great player, but when all said and done, does Derrick Henry in some way put a little bit of a ball and chain around moving forward? Because as long as Derrick Henry is your feature back, is the idea that you have to give him 330, 350 carries a year. Do you have to do that? And, and certainly, I mean, that I don't, by the way, I don't, I don't know the answer to these questions, no, but these I, you know, are the questions that everybody needs to be asking and, and they need to figure it out. You know, you right. and I, we're just a bunch of guys sitting around talking like we know what we're talking about, but you know, they need to figure that out. And these are questions that need to be asked and answered. The difference is one of us actually knows what they're talking about. Well, we're just sitting over here asking the question, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I sure, mean, absolutely. You know, is in a league in which I think there's two parts to this. Many would say, smart people would say, there's many different ways to win, which there are, okay? But then a, smart people would also say, it is a league where your passing game needs to be at, at whether it's the foundation or whether it's a, the driving force in games needs to be a big factor. Yeah, And that if you can't throw the ball proactively, and even reactively, because you know what everybody says, third down, the money down is the quarterback's down. you got to be able to throw the ball on third down. You know, if you can't do that with any kind of consistency, no matter how good your back is, are you going at some point to stop offensively? Is your offense going to, you know, run up against a brick wall? Well, I mean, in the case of them, they led the league <laughs> in three and out. So I think the answer is right there in front of them. I mean... They, they throw away a lot of first downs with these Derrick Henry negative plays, um, and then they end up in third and long situations for their passing game far I mean, too often at this point. Keep one thing in mind, and maybe this this playoff game, and again, they played with Josh Dobbs, who, by the way, I thought acquitted himself extremely well in his two starts. Agreed. Um, he's a whole different conversation, but they had 28 first down plays versus the Jaguars. Henry 
carried the ball on 21 of them, Buck, and he gained 59 yards with a long run of nine yards, which came in the fourth quarter. And 14 of those 21 first down runs came out of 12 or 13 personnel, meaning two tight ends or three tight ends. And on those 14 runs out of multiple tight end personnel, he only gained 37 yards. Titans football till the end. <laughs> That's... No, I mean, but I mean, you know, it relates to what we're talking about. Is, Absolutely. You know, is that is that your approach? Do you, are you saying we just have to execute better with better people? Or are we saying that we need to kind of change our approach a little bit philosophically because that's not really the way to produce points in this league right now. Yeah. I mean, we. So that goes along with the philosophical questions that the next GM is going to have to answer, right? It goes beyond just the quarterback situation. This is a, uh, this is a big part of what it is that the next guy is going to have to figure out. And so moving forward, it's a philo- it's a philosophical question beyond just what do you do with the personnel on the roster. So let's uh let's get into uh wish lists, right? Wish lists of free agents or players that not even free agents that you guys are grasping at straws at this point. Some of them have made me laugh, some of some of them have made me drop my head into my hands. But either way, it has been interesting. Uh, it, it has been interesting to see some of the reactions for you guys uh, discussing this at this point. Ah, our friend Austin Stanley of A to Z Sports in the morning. Those first down stats are so egregious. Yes, indeed they are. They are. Uh, well, you know the 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 one who is responsible specifically, or at least bears the most responsibility for those first down stats is no longer with the team. So at least they have, uh, you know, acknowledged that there is something about this godforsaken thing that needs to change moving forward. So as far as uh, grasping at straws, the most ridiculous rumors that you've heard in the Titans news cycle, of which there are many, I'm curious to know which ones have made you laugh the most. I'll give you mine here in just a second. Right after I remind you that prime time is made possible by the good people at True Math Fitness in the Gulch. Listen, 40 pounds down, thanks to the incredible work and workouts that are put together by the folks at True Math Fitness. I have incredibly enjoyed the experience. I have gotten so much out of it. I have I feel as good physically as at any point in my life. They design the workouts specifically, so no workout is ever recycled or repeated. They give you a variety of different ways to achieve your goals, whether it's their group style boot camp classes or the personal training that gives you that specific touch that you're looking for. An open gym is always available depending on your level of membership, capable of fitting any budget or need. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go to sign up for one of those memberships and get your first workout free as a Middle Tennessee resident. So, of all the things in the offseason that have made me laugh the most, there have been there have been many uh, that just kind of confuse me <laughs> at this point. Uh, looking at a, a variety of different situations um, for you know the Titans fans are posing Titans hiring Sean Payton or Sean McVay to be the new offensive coordinator. Well, that one is just completely far fetched. Uh, people wanting Derek Carr as he failed with Adams, Waller, Jacobs, and Renfro when Tannehill is better, obviously, and cheaper 
after an extension. Yes, uh, those of you wanting to drop Derek Carr into a worse offensive line situation and a worse skill position situation and expecting better results than what you've gotten from Ryan Tannehill are, um, shall I say, perplexing to me. I love you all the same, but good God. Let's uh, let's think with our let's use our critical thinking skills here. Here's my roster formula, says Ryan Fussner, who um, I I still don't understand the five dollar function. I assume that's I I hope that this money is going somewhere to a pool for producer Reed, but apparently there's a dollar uh, amount associated with this particular formula. So I don't know if we're paying five dollars for it, if we're being paid to read it. Um, here's my roster formula. Go get Aaron Rodgers. Nathaniel Hackett as offensive coordinator. DeAndre Hopkins as a wide receiver. Patch up the offensive line and the defensive backs in the draft. Um, well, Aaron Rodgers is $50 million a year. So let's start there and say no. Nathaniel Hackett is, a, uh, is one of five in the history of the modern-day NFL. One of five head coaches to be fired in the first year. He is the only one to do it purely through ineptitude at his job, as opposed to having some disgrace. Urban Meyer credit carded a co-ed after not flying home with his uh, with his team after a Thursday night football game and kicked a kicker and got fired about the same time as Nathaniel Hackett did in the middle of an NFL season. So let's start there and say no, no. DeAndre Hopkins, double no for your expensive wide receiver Heading into year uh, 31, I do believe with D-Hop, I understand that you have seen him cause you great heartache and great pain as a member of the Houston Texans. DeAndre Hopkins taking on a bloated contract for a player who has not played a considerable amount of the games in the last three seasons. That's nonsense and setting yourself up for success. Then the idea of patching up the offensive line and the defensive backs in the draft, I agree with that. That's the only part that you got right. But I hope you got your money's worth for the $5 that you spent on that awful, awful, truly awful formulaic approach to fixing the Titans. $5 is, you need more than $5 to be able to pull all that together, bud. But I appreciate the, uh, you know, the wishful thinking at this time. Um, We'll have to add producer Reed to the lunch money group. What the hell lunch money group? Why why, why am I not in the lunch money group? What what is this shit? I... (laughs) They, this, there's no lunch money group in my contract. I feel like I, I, I feel like we need to go back to the negotiating table at this point. I feel like I'm being deprived. God knows what kind of, uh, <laughs> what kind of other things, what kind of other perks as a part of the A to Z Sports Digital Media Empire I've been missing out on outside of the lunch money group. Garbage. Uh, <laughs> Urban is uh, you're rich already. Says William Young. Back off. Don't pock. Don't don't wallet watch. Nobody likes that guy or gal. <laughs> Kingsbury for offensive coordinator, says Troy Whitlow. Well, you know, that one I don't think is totally ridiculous. Like, I think that one's interesting. Um, I don't think it's like, I don't think it's in, you know, happening in any short order necessarily. But I do think, uh, I do think that the, uh, I do think that it is an intriguing prospect because it's completely counterculture to what they are, right? And I just think anything that would indicate a difference in direction um, that would indicate a difference in direction would be a bad thing, even though I don't, you know, Cliff, Cliff is not clearly a head coach, but an offensive coordinator. I think there is some promise there. Jonathan Ertle says time to hold out buck. Oh, no, I don't think, but see what, what would I do? (laughs) 
like even even if I was to hold out, um, I'd just be, you know, I'd be an insane person. I'd be sitting in my house by myself talking to my plants and my cats like I talk to you guys, you know. So I, this energy has to be expressed in some form or fashion. I don't think I would last very long on a holdout. So that works both to the benefit of uh, AZ and the uh, the radio company that employs me at this time. <laughs> a lot of funny comment comments about uh, about. All, anyway, well, we don't want to get too bogged down. Buck, do you think Levin and Ruse played good enough to be considered as starters next season? I do think Jordan Ruse, uh, you know, made himself some money. Um, and I think Corey Levin, I think Jordan Ruse and Corey Levin did play well under the circumstances. You know, I think the objective should be to do better than those two players. And I, I happen to like Corey personally. Um, I don't know Jordan really well, but I do think that he, um, what's the word? I do think that he, may have proven some people wrong about what it is that Jordan Ruse was capable of doing comparative to Aaron Brewer, for example. Um, now, there are some similarities as far as, like, Jordan Ruse isn't physically overwhelming either, but I did think he put some good tape together. Didn't play well in the preseason, which was notable, and I think cost him some opportunities because that was his only chance to put stuff on film, obviously, at this point. Uh, but I do think that uh, I do think that that is something that um, should be considered. And if nothing else, those two look like much better depth than you previously had. All right, let's do a weekend bounce back candidate, as is the custom on a Thursday night. Who needs to bounce back the most in sports? Let me know on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Give me your uh, give me your comments. <laughs> Daniel Gutierrez says, "Go work with Bussin." I told I've told Will and Taylor multiple times they can't afford me. Um, so you know until they uh, until they step up their game as a barstool Nashville entity, they uh, you know they need to they need to sniff elsewhere for the time being. No, I do love I do love those two. And by the way, they're doing very very well with the with the barstool Nashville undertaking, and I wish them the best of luck in all of their future endeavors. Meanwhile, tell me who, need, who needs to bounce back in sports this week. In the comments, on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, let's discuss. In the meantime, I'll tell you that Superbook Sports is where you go to wager on all the action this season. Superbook will allow you to take the fight to the best odds makers on the strip. No guys or gals from across the pond setting odds for American sports, just the best odds makers in the main Superbook in Las Vegas, offering you the best odds boost and promo bets to get in on all the action. No matter what the sport is, football, basketball, baseball not in season, hockey rolling right now. It doesn't matter what season it is. It is always Superbook sports season. So download the app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line. 1-800-889-9789. So, as you look at the circumstance uh, in this weekend in sports, who needs to bounce back? Dallas Cowboys, says Marlo, Marlo Painter. Marlo, I thought it was a joke. I thought I was reading it incorrectly. To look up uh, on, from uh, from Red Zone, because I was obviously home from the Jacksonville game, look up at, uh, on Saturday or Sunday at the Red Zone and see the Cowboys losing by 20 points in Washington in a game that they really needed to show that they can they, they can play well. Um, draft Spencer Petrus. If Eric was here, he'd laugh. I don't know what that means. Um, Houston Texans front office needs to bounce back. Yeah, firing Levy Smith is just such trash. Um, Buck needs to bounce back for always having faith in Todd Downing. <laughs> I, uh, I think that 
So here's here's the only way that I'll position this, right? A lot of you, a lot of you guys uh, and gals took explanations as defense of Todd Downing. I offer you answers to the questions that you ask me. Whether you take that as a defense or an indictment of the people that we're talking about is entirely upon you. When I say that Dennis Daly is the worst left tackle that I've ever seen play professional football, that is not uh, that is not a personal attack. That is an assessment based on, at this point, seven years of covering professional football and seeing several different levels of left tackle play. When I say that Todd Downing is a poor situational play caller and somebody who I think was dealt kind of a shitty hand, I do mean both of those things. Both of those things can be so. It doesn't matter now. He's out of a job. And the Titans will find a way to move forward at this point. But I do think that the uh, I do think that the uh, that there's a lot of difference there's a lot of different subjects involved in football that require more nuance than people are willing to have around them, and that's okay. That's what I'm here to do. And you guys can yell and shout and scream, uh, and we'll uh, we'll work through it together. It's all right. It's like a therapy session. Who needs to bounce back? Drew Wood says Mike Vrabel. I don't know about that, but apparently producer Reed thinks I needs need to bounce back because he is. The initial question that I saw in here is who is going to steal my job? And I don't know why if producer Reed is like producer Lucas on the radio show and now angling to actively unseat me. Um, but apparently this next clip is going to show us who is going to steal my job in the future. Wait, should I do my introduction? Now I'm here with Devontae Adams, wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. He's got 95 receptions for 1,443 yards. He's got 14 touchdowns, and he averages 15 yards per catch. Wow. Man, it's an honor and a privilege to meet you today. Pleased to meet you, man. So one of my greatest memories of my life is going to your to your camp and doing a seven-on-seven seven against you. Yes, sir. So what is one of your greatest memories in your childhood? Greatest memories in my childhood, I would say when I was young, um, maybe about seven or eight years old, I had opportunity to meet J.J. Stokes, who was on the San Francisco 49ers at the time. And that memory stuck with me because I was the first uh, professional athlete that I met. That I met, And it was just a great experience. Really nice guy. He helped out all, of the, all the young kids and gave us great advice. So I probably have to say that. Can we get a picture? Yeah, let's get a picture. Titan up says he's better than you, Buck. I'm afraid. I, you're afraid. I'm afraid. Are you kidding me? That kid, I've got a mortgage payment. That kid's coming for my neck. He's got me pretty good. <laughs> the tiny mic did crack me up. Uh, but yes, uh, the way that he rattled off those statistics, I can barely remember what I had. I don't think I could tell you what I had for breakfast at this point. Uh, and as we get to the portion of the evening where the cat has climbed on the desk, it, it means that I have exceeded my time with you all here. Get out of here, Francis. Um, <laughs> so uh congrats on the new house buck well i've had this house i've had this house for three years shout out the ashton real estate group of remax advantage almost four years which is crazy to think about um but i do think that uh i do think that that kid is eventually coming for my job so i definitely could use a bounce back because uh it's uh, it's kind of like it's a version of uh oh what's the matthew mcconaughey movie um where they're talking about i i get older but they no I'm I'm applying a completely different sensibility to what I intended to. Either way, this sounds like a nightmare uh, analogy that I've almost made, but I didn't do it because I recognized it in real time. Bet that kid couldn't do that. Eat it. <laughs> it's going to do it for us tonight on A to Z Sports Primetime. It's going to do it for us this week on the Primetime Show. It was a, uh, a pleasure, as always, to spend 
our evenings together. I hope you guys have as much fun with it as I do. Uh, speaking of fun, tomorrow on the radio show, 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone, uh, Diana Rossini, Ron Slay, Kentucky and Tennessee, a down bad Kentucky program, which gives both Slay and I great delight. Um, so Ron Slay, Diana Rossini to talk about the GM and offensive coordinator candidates that are going to be out there. And of course, Coach Mack, because that's what we do on Fridays. It's going to be a jam-packed and loaded radio show. So I hope you'll join us uh, on 104.5 The Zone from 10 to 1. And if not, I will see you guys right back here Sunday night on A to Z Sports Primetime. See y'all. Nope. I forgot which button I have to hit now because I can't use the John Robinson one anymore. Now I'll see you.